hello people of podcast land. Welcome back. My guests today are Johnny and Yusuf from propanefitness.com and it is Isolation Hacks 101 with the world going into shutdown and life changing dramatically for pretty much everyone. We figured that we'd get together and talk about what was happening, but given the government's directives on social isolation. We had to record it over the internet. So this is my first ever podcast online with my buddies. Also, this is a bit of a departure from the usual life hacks roundtable format because this situation is still emerging. We don't know what is the best way to operate at the moment because we haven't lived it, but we give it a pretty good crack. So expect to learn our best advice for how to structure your day if you are now working from home, how you cannot let your fitness, your sleep routine, your habits go to waste, how you can not only survive but potentially even flourish during this situation, and an awful lot more. In other news, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by sixmonthsober.com. Sixmonthsober.com is a course I created to guide people through 28 days, 90 days, or six months of sobriety, which will upgrade your habits and change your lifestyle. If you have been thinking about going sober, there is no better time to do it than right now. Drinking alcohol will definitely downregulate your immune system. You can't go to the pub. It's literally illegal to go to the pub. And I genuinely believe that going sober is the single most powerful lifestyle change that you can make and will enable you to come back out the other side of this lockdown, an upgraded version of you. Simply head to sixmonthssober.com. That's the number six monthssober.com slash podcast. And you can sign up today for 28 days, 90 days or six months. But for now, please welcome the isolated and wonderful Johnny and Yusuf. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am joined by Johnny and Yusuf from propenfitness.com remotely over the interwebs in our isolation station. Mm, from a distance. Isolation stations. Isolation stations. Otherwise, we'd have to be socially distancing within the same isolation station. I think yeah, I know. We are, we'd just be walls apart, wouldn't we? Look at us. Look at us still doing a podcast. COVID can't stop this fucking train. <laughs> it can't. You're right, it can't. And we have, we've got no video mandine either. No. Wait, he's, he's actually in quarantine, isn't he? He's in a separate bit. Yeah waiting for this file yeah well um we thought that given the fact that the entire world has just changed everyone's lifestyles are dramatically altered in one form or another people starting to work from home the opportunity to go out and train do social stuff their opportunities for business everything has been upended dramatically we figured let's do isolation hacks so this is it isolation hacks 101 so Johnny, hot potato. Uh, how are we starting? Catch it. How are we? Um, how are we going to frame isolation hacks? Um, so I like to split mine between physical and. Digital. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> if anyone gets that, I'm quite well. I suppose any life hacks listeners will. They will do. Yeah. Um, the way I see it is there's, there's damage control, and then there's 
taking advantage of it. So there's how do I kind of continue my everything that I would have been doing normally as normal? And then how do I like spot the opportunities and make the most of it? So I was, I was speaking to our clients about this the other day. When all this is over, more than any other time probably in your entire lives, there'll be, there'll be two outcomes that you experience from people you know. There'll be some people who you meet and you're like, fucking hell, like you're, you're way leaner. Like, you're, like you look way better. Like, wow, look at, like, look at all the things you've achieved. And there'll be other people who've like gained a bit of weight looking really pasty and pale and like, oh, I was isolated. And so it's like, <laughs> you, can, you can decide now more than any other time because everyone's in the same position. You can be the person that gets to impress all your friends off the back of what you did in isolation. How I, said, I, I said this on a podcast the other week that, it's very rare that everybody on the planet experiences the same thing. You know, Yusuf looks really confused. What do you look confused? No. At? <laughs> it's, it's, that's just his resting face. It, it was just when when Chris paused, I thought I'd been hot potato, and I was like, "Oh, oh right." <laughs> Is this because none of us actually look at each other's faces? We're all just engrossed, usually, in what Dean's doing behind the camera and trying to think of our next <laughs> life hack. But now I actually have to look you in the eye. It's really weird weird experience. Um, Yeah, it's very rare, right, that everybody on the planet has, especially everyone, even even within a country, but everyone on the planet is experiencing the same thing at the same time. Like, it doesn't even rain everywhere at the same time, you know? Like, it can be sunny in Newcastle and raining in London. We don't even experience the weather together, but everyone, people in America, people in China, they're all experiencing some flavor of this same thing, which is social distancing, social isolation, potentially working from home, reduced facilities, worries about the economy, worries about work. So yeah, hopefully we can provide people with some, uh, some tips, some tricks, some hacks today. For I, how remember they can- when, uh, I remember when T Nation, this is a, you're going to have to bear with me here. I remember when T Nation released Indigo 3G. Does anyone else remember that? I remember when I you do. bought it. Yeah. So I saved up and bought, I was doing an internship at the time and I bought it. They released basically blueberries and capsules and the marketing angle for it was like, it's a level playing field now. Everybody's on Indigo 3G. I remember thinking, fuck, that's so cool. Like once everyone's on Indigo 3G, then it's, it's just how hard you work at that point. Like at no other time in training and diet is it a level playing field and everyone's got the same advantage. When absolutely everybody is on the blueberry extract together. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and um, now, are you saying that this is that situation? I mean, Yusuf's the one eating blueberries out of a cup, frantically. This is a proper life hack. Frozen berries, pour some hot water on, and you can eat them like a soup. <laughs> <laughs> but this, is, just... this, is the real, this is the real life equivalent of everybody taking them to go 3G. Like, okay, everyone's, cool. everyone's on drugs, except me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, uh, let's go. Johnny, what have you got first? Why don't we start? I tell you what, why don't we start with what I think is the most important part, which is people's routines throughout the day. So I think that's the biggest change that we're going to have. A lot of people potentially working from home. They can no longer do things they usually do. Go to a cafe, go to a restaurant, go to the gym. So how can I, how can I make my routine keep me sane? Okay. So the... Probably you and I, Chris, I think you stuff less so, but you and I probably have this weird thing at the moment where everyone's like, oh my God, I have to self-isolate. And you're like, well, yeah, 
I suppose I leave the house slightly less than normal, but otherwise, <laughs> that's just, the same. It's just normal life for me. Everyone, everyone just gets to experience a little flavour of what Jonathan Watson and Chris Williamson do on a daily basis. <laughs> Welcome it, to my world, motherfuckers. Feeling like, lonely? Here we go. <laughs> it's like, there's, a, there's a file going around where it's like 9am, wank, 10am, wank, 11am. <laughs> like self-isolation routine. Um, but on, on that, on that um, sort of thread, I think there's, an, there's a, you've got to be careful because you don't want to have exactly the same routine. Like you do have some potential to like go for a walk on a Monday afternoon where maybe you otherwise wouldn't have done or um, sit in a slightly different room on a Tuesday than you did on Monday. Like you don't want to be too rigid, but I think having a plan for the day is probably the most important thing because otherwise you end up just sort of like, the hours just bleed into one, the days bleed into one. You don't like, what did I do yesterday? Like, what day is it? Like, have I got work today? Do I not? So at the end of the day, just planning the next day with like the people that you're self-isolating with or like if it's just yourself, just having a, having a plan of like, right, tomorrow I'm going to, um, I'll do this in the morning and then I'm going to have three hours off and then I'm going to you know, create your own structure that can evolve day to day. But I think having nothing and just winging it and, trying to get things done is, is probably not like, I, I don't think anybody ever really achieves anything major without having some kind of intentional you, plan first. So you, you got to have structure for sure. Yeah. I think the main thing for me is to try and keep a semblance of what life is usually like for you as close as you can. So, you know, get up on time, pick a time to get up, get up and make your breakfast, go for a walk, take the dog out, do the things that you usually do if you can do them. Um, for instance, if you're working from home, my advice would be to get dressed for work. That might not have to be a full suit, but go through the rituals that are a part of your day usually. And the reason is that if you decide to work in your like pants, boxes and a a vest or something all day, you're not actually going to feel like you've been to work and it's going to further create, um, a, alienation from what you usually do and from what you're doing now. The same thing about going to the gym. If you're going to do home workouts, there's loads of fantastic home workouts available. Link to the one from Propane Fitness will be in the show notes below, um, which you can do for free so you can work out at home. Also, some great ones from Warrior Programming will also be in the links below. Um, If you're doing a workout at home and you decide to just do it in your pajamas, barefoot, in your bedroom, like it doesn't feel like you've been to the gym. So do your things, you know, like get get a water bottle ready, get your gym kit on, go for, do the thing, go for the run, because that feels like you've got some semblance of normality still in your life. I I think that's a really good point. And this is what Johnny mentioned that he was struggling with a few months ago when he got a home gym, which is that the closer your gym is to your house, or if your gym is, is in your house, suddenly the idea of just going for a sit down on the sofa because it's two meters away becomes much more real. Whereas if you have to, we've all had an experience where you're like, oh, I can't be asked to go to the gym, but then you think, okay, I'll just go. So you get in the car or you get on the bike, you go over to a new building. By the time you're there, you complete a full workout because you're like, well, I'm in the building for the training now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's going to happen. The ritual is a big part of it. Okay. So we are planning our day. We are making sure that we have a stable sleep and wake time. We're not just lolling around in our pants and a vest or in our pajamas doing a workout. What are we doing next? Me? 
Jonathan. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the, I, well, pa- perhaps for, uh, quite a lot of people I know wrestle with this thing where they really want to try and build a morning routine for the first time. They want to try like all of the, like, the stuff that we talk about a lot in life hacks and just on, 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 in modern wisdom in general, I suppose. But they wrestle with this thing of like, well, I wake up at seven and then I'm like running down a hill trying to catch a cheese. You know, those, that, that footage that everyone's seen of people trying to catch the cheese, like trying to just get to work and then I get to work. And I'm like, oh, oh, and then I sit down at my laptop and quietly type away for eight hours and then do the same to get home. Mm-hmm. Like now you don't have that. You have this ability to create a bit more space in the morning. So there's a real opportunity to create this thing that you're constantly kind of ingraining and um, reinforcing over the next however long we're all in isolation for. So picking things that make you feel really, really good for the rest of the day, that make you feel more productive, make you feel more organized, you're a lot more likely to get more out of the time on each day and in the self-isolation in general if the first like hour to 90 minutes of your day is just spent doing things that make you feel fantastic rather than like slamming loads of coffee down, scrolling through Instagram, watching like, oh my God, the news says the world's going to end today. Oh, mm-hmm. I better check my emails. Like compare the two things. Or like Yusuf's um, fit pro morning routine. The anxiety inducing morning <laughs> routine. Yeah, content. exactly. It's, yeah. Um, I, I couldn't agree more. So for me, this is the main takeaway. It's the main opportunity that most people have at the moment, which is you can do two things as far as I see. You can exist and survive. Well, there's a third one. You could die, but no one's going to do that because with social isolation, we're, we're being safe. Um, you can survive this particular period, this next, whatever it's going to be, four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks perhaps, or you can flourish during it. You can come out of this experience better than when you went in. And the fact of the matter is you have less distractions there has never been a better time to go sober. There has never been a better time to develop a meditation routine or a good reading habit or to start journaling or to learn an instrument. Even if you walk to work from your house, you've saved the commute every day. And for most people, I'm going to imagine the commute's 30 minutes, 45 minutes. That's an hour and a half a day, 45 minutes each way. It's an hour and a half that's just been re-gifted back into your life. So how are you going to spend that time? So I couldn't agree more. This is the opportunity you have to get rid of bad habits and develop new good habits. And a morning routine for me, I think is it's number one on the list. All of us have one for that very reason, because it is so important. So Scobe, any thoughts on that habit building? Yeah. So, so far really like good points about the structure being, being so important that when people don't have a structure, it's very much associated with depression and depressive type behavior when there's no reason to get up in the morning or no reason to do anything at a particular time. It correlates very well with the behaviors that produce and are the effect of depression. Um, the thing that Johnny said about using this time to turn what would have been a weakness into a strength means that especially in, even in a very real sense with the virus, is that not only do you put yourself from normal into the low risk category, but then it means that to be really unwell from that, then whatever the outside stressor is, it has to then dethrone you from the the position of strength into normal and then into weakness. So you're really <laughs> creating this, this buffered position there. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with 
protecting yourself from a, a virus is that the the things that improve our health are not something that we can just flip on like a switch now that we're isolated for seven days. Like, yeah, obviously it's helpful to be like, oh, well, I, I smoked up until last week and I've, I've quit now. But mm-hmm. to be able to really cr- turn your body into something that is um, resilient to a shock like this does take years. And now is the best time to do it. <clears throat> I think you said that this is the the best opportunity where we've got more time and more focus to be able to do this. I think it also makes it harder in that now the volume on our mental noise has turned up because there is only those internal battles to deal with. And so we're now having to, like without having a structure in place to begin with, it's going to be running downhill, chasing the cheese because that there's just there's only the mental noise it's the paradox of choice right it's it's the world that me and johnny live every single day i had a message off a friend who usually works in an office and is now working from home and his message essentially said mate i have no idea how the fuck you do this every day it's it's destroying me he's (laughs) unproductive he's constantly distracted he's always on his phone he is finishing work at at 9 p.m. at night, 10 p.m. at night, every day. I was like, oh, it's us. It's us. Hi, mate. Hi. Hello. Hello. I remember that. Like, <laughs> and it's because everyone now is feeling what it feels like to be a self-employed person who works mostly online. Um, it's great, though, because once you've got a handle on it, it's, it's so liberating because then you really do have command over your time. But it, it's hilarious how, like, and we, we've had this repeatedly with clients who is so with business clients who we coach personal trainers to help become online coaches. They have this dream. They're like, Oh, I can't wait to be like fully in command of my time and working online. I won't have to go to the gym. I won't have to be, won't let those people tell me what to do and all this. And then a week in, they're just like, Oh my God, like I haven't trained. I'm eating shit. I'm, I'm like my mental health is terrible. And you're like, well, this is it. Like you suddenly, you've grown up in such an institutionalized acculturated way to just follow instructions and follow schedules. And suddenly that's all been thrown out the window and you're left with something that you haven't replaced it with anything. And so if you're somebody that thrives on rules and structure and you throw it away, of course you're going to be miserable. Of course you're going to, you're going to feel chaotic. I think the, uh, the solution to that is, as Johnny said, make a plan. So, looking at the list here, plan your day, have a stable sleep and wake cycle, get dressed for work, get dressed for the gym, build habits, create a morning routine. What's next, Jonathan? Just related to that. So again, um, it's just another, what seems like a really weird story, but does anyone remember reading about the guy who went into a cave and deprived himself completely of of, of any artificial light? Has anyone read that? No, Uh, I know Aubrey Marcus did it. Okay. (laughs) Well, he he ended up like falling into sort of like a biphasic sleeping pattern. And I remember thinking like, man, how awesome would it be to be able to just have, because that, that's, a, that's a world where he's just like removed, right? Any sort of artificial structure that exists. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to sleep exactly how my body wants and I'm going to feel the best as a result, right? So this is exactly the same thing where probably for the first time in most people's lives, they have the pressure that, just hit the microphone. They have the pressure that, has always decided when they do what they do Mm. is no longer there. So like you probably are all still trying to keep a nine to five life if that's what you've done, but you can completely design your day 
to be exactly how you want. And as Yusuf says, like that's either an opportunity to let it absolutely fist you and you end up like at midnight still doing the same thing you're doing at 9am or you can just create the, and you'll realize how much you can get done if you sit down and absolutely focus for 90 minutes or have a genuinely like free evening where you don't have to think about work because you got so much done during the day. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is such an opportunity, but it just, I think you have to take it seriously. I think people who, as you say, like if you're taking working from home, like, you sort of sat on the sofa with like, Oh, this is a fucking DOS. Yeah. I've got time off. I'll do what I want. Yeah. Like treat it like, right. This is, I'm going to build a routine here that's going to last after this. So that even when I go back to work, I'm more productive. I wake up at the same time every day. I'm getting more done. Slingshot yourself into like this time next year. I'm an absolute motherfucker rather than I'm like, I've gained five kilos. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. So um, let's start doing round tables of just little things that we can put in and we'll, we'll add them in as we need. So my first hack is create a space. If you're working from home, create a space that you're going to work out of. So whether it be stack some books on top of the kitchen counter and work at a standing desk in the kitchen, whether it be the spare bedroom, whether it be um, some area, I would advise not doing it in your bedroom. Uh, I would, if you can, I would have a separate area for sleep and work just because it creates quite a nice physical barrier that tells you work has finished, uh, sleep has begun type thing. Um, but I think that definitely, that makes a big difference for me. I have my work area, I have my sleep area, you know, I think that's a a great place to start. Uh, Yusuf, what have you got? Yeah, very much agree. Like segregate out where you're going to work and where you're going to sleep so that you, you, and this is the same as having a structure of time in your day, but it's just physical structure, like boundaries within the space in your house. Um, the other thing that I would say is this is a time where the news and social media and people's minds are going crazy with anxiety because you not only now do we have the existing systemic features of anxiety which are like or things that have promoted that over the last 10 years we've seen that google trend of people searching for the the term like it goes up like fivefold or something over the last 10 years because of probably um influence of social media expectations body image all that stuff and that stuff's still going on on instagram now compounded with we're all gonna die and you don't have job security and COVID is, is increasing in your area and this is the death rate today and here's the number of people. And, and now a lack of distraction. There's nothing going on. People aren't outside <laughs> with real other people and this vacuum just sucks in speculation. I've seen the most vitriol Facebook debates I've ever seen, more than the general election, <laughs> more than Brexit, more than, you know, like the final of Love Island. Like I, it is, you know, it's really serious because people have got fuck all else to do and there's something for them to be worried about. It's a, so a real it's, melting pot. <laughs> so it's, yeah, so it's a breeding ground for all of the negativity and all of the, all of that style of thinking. Plus, yeah, like to be a keyboard, like all you can do is be a keyboard warrior. Like mm-hmm. if, if you're going to sit on Facebook and, and then you're also stuck with your family, apparently divorce rates have gone up massively in China. Um, because people are just, I mean, it's, it's a bit stupid to divorce. I think like if, you, if you're still stuck in the house, but, but, that's baby out with the bath order, isn't it? Like <laughs> about this virus, you know what? That's it. It's I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure it's even baby out with bath water. It's, it's pooing in your own bed. Like 
It's like, it's like right, well, if, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to poo myself. And you're like, okay. I'm going to poo in my fridge and in my dishwasher and on my own face. So, yeah. Well, I, I know for a fact, I don't know about the divorce rates thing, but I know for a fact that sales of sex toys have gone up by around about 30 to 40%. Um, it's so interesting. Is, like the effect on the markets that this is having is so unpredictable. Like home, yeah. home gyms, like who would have thought, you would never be able to predict like a year ago that in March, 2020, home gym sales and sex toys will go up massively yeah. in the stock market, while, while the stock market is crashing. And Sure, S&P. A couple of things I've seen recently, which are amazing. Have you seen that? It must be a television medium guy, American guy from maybe the 80s. And he's walking around and the video says what it's like being under uh, home quarantine with your four-year-old. And it's just this guy walking around and he goes... How tall is that tree over there? When was the last time that you washed your hands? Have you seen how fast I can run? What's that? It's like just loads of random stupid questions. Um, and I just thought that must be, that is precisely what it's like to be with a four-year-old. And the other thing is, I saw a tweet yesterday from someone who said, um, absolutely unbelievable seeing your partner in full workflow. I'm married to a, let's circle back to this guy who knew oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is, it is weird actually if you've never worked with your partner before like the, the, your partner lives an entire life that you're not aware of and you're just being introduced to it now <laughs> so maybe that's why divorce rates have gone up that's maybe it i think that so that there's a lot of there's a, a lot of stuff would be cool to discuss today of like so the, the job security is another kind of source of this anxiety, um, which has just been whipped away from most people. And, you know, most people do work in an offline environment. We don't have the infrastructure to, to really handle everybody working from home at once. And there are still certain professions that just need to continue running. Um, but to, to, to circle back to the, uh, nice, the anxiety nice, nice. thing, um, one, one of the key things would just be to tune out of a lot of that negativity. Like I've seen apps being developed now of like the number of COVID cases on your menu bar. So you can keep up what, so you can keep up to date with the, the constant threat that's like, <laughs> lurking outside of the door. Oh, it's nearly here. It's going to be like an Uber app. You will develop <laughs> coronavirus in. It's, I mean, what, what does that help anyone? I, I don't know what any of the news helps with. Cause like everybody knows there is a virus. So like, no one can argue with that. So there is a virus and you might get it. So the only thing you can do is wash your hands and stay inside. So like once you've ticked that box, like do something else. There's no need to like constantly be reminded like, oh, fuck the news. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Just wash your hands and stay inside. All right. I thought so. Just checking. Just checking that's still the case. Like mm -hmm. it's all just future based out of your control outside for those two things. So go go watch like free solo or something or like go, go do something interesting. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's why I'm so glad that the guidelines is just here are five points, like stay away <laughs> from grandma, wash your hands, it, you know, it, like don't, don't buy all the toilet roll, like just simple yeah. stuff that, and there's no, you know, we don't need to go deeper into that. Like you're at home doing Have you seen dad's, so, dad's army before? Yeah. You know, you know, don't panic Captain Manring. Yeah. That's it. That's all anybody needs to do. Do you just know the guy who just 
no matter what happens, it, something happens and he just comes out with, don't panic, don't panic, Captain Manry. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how basic or serious it is, his, his instantly he's in there with don't panic. Yeah. Because everything's better if you just don't panic. It is. Um, All would be better if people didn't panic. Well, the, the problem that we've got is the lack of things for people to do is forcing them to spend more time online and the, the um, amplitude that we're playing with of how just worried people are and ang- anxious people are is drilling it into them seeking fixes for their anxiety in the place where the anxiety lives. So they're going online yeah. to, uh, they're jumping into an anxiety pool in a desperate attempt to try and cure their anxiety burns, which, which isn't working. So, I mean, straight off the bat, a couple of hacks, basic stuff that we've been talking about for ages. Sleep with your phone outside of your room. Um, don't use your phone before you have breakfast on a morning as a hard stop. And don't use your phone after, if you can, sort of 8 p.m., 9 p.m. on a night at the absolute least one hour before you go to bed. That's going to improve your sleep quality because you're not going to be exposed to blue light. It's also going to improve your life quality because it means that you're not going to be looking at social media immediately upon waking and the last thing before you try and get to sleep on a night. To add to that, if you're working from home, work in a room and have your phone in a different room. If you need WhatsApp for work, if you need Messenger for work, if you need anything else, all of those are available as web-based apps or um, uh, web-based programs for your laptop or just download the, the a partner program onto your computer. There you go. Like You've saved yourself from all of the shit that people are swimming in on the internet. It's the basics of trying to reduce your phone. Set a hard stop on a morning and a hard stop on a nighttime and then reduce the use during the day by having a physical barrier between you and your phone. There you go. It's not as if we need any more external sources of of negativity or bad news when most people are thinking, am I going to have a job when this is over? Or when is this going to be over? Or am I going to die? Or is my family going to die? And all, all of these, these things don't, don't help with, yeah, as you said, when you, when all you have is those questions and nothing else to occupy your time with no, no, no social events, just sat in the house listening to what's between your ears. So the guy who has been coaching me for a while, I've mentioned him a few times, Paul Moore, um, had really bad, still has really bad anxiety when he's flying. And so I've heard him talk about this, this idea that anxiety is always a future-based thing. So you're always anxious about a future that may or may not happen or like an event that may or may not happen, which most people, like some people will be experiencing like on turbo, if they're normally anxious, this is worse. Mm. And some people may be experiencing it for the first time, like if you're quite a relaxed person. But his way, I, I love, it's so simple and ridiculous when you listen to it, but his way of dealing with anxiety on a plane is he makes sure his iPad is fully charged and he just plays football manager the entire time. And he's <laughs> like, he gets so engrossed in football manager that he forgets that he, like, because his attention is somewhere else, the fact that he's on a plane kind of, he, 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 for large chunks of time, completely loses sight of that fact. Mm. So back to having a plan and, and having an idea of what you're going to do in your day. If it's like, well, I'm going to work till five o'clock and then I'm just going to watch like Boris's announcement on TV and then I'm probably <sighs> just going to look at the wall and um, sort of think about I mean, about watching it. Boris is enough, is enough to make it <laughs> anxiety-inducing anyway. <laughs> I but think like, he's have, quite like, softly spoken. I enjoy a bit of Boris. I, I find him quite comforting. Yeah, me so too. The, but not, the, thing that, the thing that pissed everyone off is when he said like, oh, well, um, you've not got much to be doing, so you could learn the harmonica and everyone was like oh cheers boris i don't know if i can pay my rent this month and i've lost my job and i might die but yeah i'll go learn the harmonica cheers (laughs) well 
I mean, I, I know that people get upset by this, but if there's nothing you can do about the fact that you're going to lose your job, like either doing nothing and worrying about that or playing the harmonica, like playing the harmonica is better. Couldn't agree more. But I, I mean, I don't but mean to come across insensitive. Like I really like his, his, it was very broad, his, his, that. And like, I think the, this opening sentence was like, everyone needs to prepare to lose loved ones. D- didn't he, he, he called it like operation last gasp or something as well. <laughs> he said like it's that last gasp to make, to get ventilators or something. And someone went, excuse me, do you think that's appropriate language to be using? Oh, fuck off. The guy's, the, the guy a break. The guy's doing a live webinar every day <laughs> at 5.15 for free, for free. <laughs> <laughs> and all He's the you pitching at the end of it yeah and there's no yeah. upsell oh. he hasn't even asked for your email Actually, address to get, to get people to like not cancel isn't it it's a <laughs> what to like, cancel what what are they canceling like believing in him and this in the infrastructure and listening to the advice like yeah. he's selling don't leave the house please don't leave the house and people are ignoring him anyway yeah like it's like when you know everyone always has this opinion of like oh, Lewis Hamilton should have gone around that corner faster, or oh, that football manager should have mm-hmm. done a better goal. Like, everyone who's, ne- who's not in the position always has an opinion on how it should be managed. But, like, you try leading the country through a pandemic and then, then give your opinion. Well, this is the thing. It's like, the, the Facebook politicians have come out of the woodwork, and it's the same people that posted about the general election. It's like, this man just found this man and his his uh, the treasury just found like 350 billion pounds to support everyone oh but what about the self-employed mate because i, I really feel bad I, i'm not very happy it's like yes obviously within every situation there's going to be someone that gets fucked over but for what it's worth i reckon he's 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 doing a good job so we can get bogged down in in boris all day um sleep with your phone outside of your room Talking on to fitness, how can people ensure that they don't let their fitness fall away, Scope? What can they... Just follow, they- follow our hypertrophy-focused bodyweight program, available for free because we want to help you guys. It'll be in the link in the podcast description. Yep. What's the, is the URL if people can't click on that because sometimes Spotify... Oh, doesn't so it. speaking of which... Um, that some of the stuff that, that I've seen on Instagram of people posting like body weight routines and it's like what, what they call the glute thruster things where you do, you're on all fours and you're just raising your legs in the air. It's, it, and so someone posted saying, guys, that's like saying you'll get big biceps by doing this loads of times. <laughs> like you, 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 the principles of, of progressive overload still apply. Like you still have to actually load your muscles if you want to make any progress. That's, so, that's what should be in Boris's announcement at 5pm. <laughs> Like, I know, there's a, I know there's a virus on guy, but, but please, calorie balance and progressive overload still apply still, here. Like it, just Don't. because of a pandemic doesn't, it, and it's something that really irks me every time I see it. Cause you're like, just because you're training without a gym doesn't mean you suddenly have to unload everything and just like, just kind of Wiggle. dance around your room. Like you may as well just go and read a book. Like you, you waste it, wasting your time just as much as when people, like drive to the gym to go and use the treadmill for 40 minutes. You're like, it's a nice day outside. Like you're still allowed to go out, like just do that. So the, the things that you would need for 
really making progress with your training are one a goal so just pick whatever it is if it's a skill like handstand balancing that kind of thing if loads of people are interested in trying that they've never got around to it because the, the other stuff in the gym gets in the way this is the perfect time to do it um pull-ups get good at pull-ups get good at um press-ups those kind of things and you can you can scale the numbers with that and you can make the movements more difficult so what you need in your house minimum is a pull-up bar i've got a lot of clients buying parallettes now as well so they are like press-up bars but slightly higher that allows you to do things like l-sits planche variations elevated push-ups handstands handstand push-ups so with those two things you've suddenly covered your entire upper body and i guarantee the next six months even if that's how long we we end up being quarantined for there's way more than six months worth of gains to be made with a pull-up bar and some parallettes yeah resistance band yeah, so resistance band, very good for things like rear delts and stuff that you can't normally hit with a bodyweight movement. And actually, if you sat down a lot in the house, having a resistance band to do pull-aparts is one of the key things. It's really the main thing that I use a resistance band for, just to try and improve some of the length tension relationships in your front and back so that you can improve your posture and just allow your shoulder to sit back where it should. I think people get... Like, unless you're a, so if you're a competitive, a high level competitive powerlifter or bodybuilder and you're like building up to a competition or like you're going to be in the Olympics this year, for example, I, I get it. Like that's legitimately very frustrating, probably puts a real hole in your prep, but like also those people are at that level for a reason. So like mentally, they'll probably be able to deal with the situation better than like the average gym goer. If you're not one a of contingency those, plan. Yeah, exactly. If, if you're not one of those people, like having having six months out to do different a different kind of training modality is really not a big deal so don't like, obs- don't obsess over the fact that you're not able to do what you think that you should be no. doing that could, well because people just do what they like doing because they're comfortable with it and the fact that like the potential of doing something else for a while is is stressful and difficult because they're not comfortable with it but like go and do like go and improve your 5k time like i can attest to the fact that that is still over the last three or four years the hardest fitness thing fitness test i've done that and like some of the crossfit stuff that's majority body weight like there's a, i think there's a crossfit there was a, in the open it was like seven minutes of burpees as many burpees as you can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like go go do that not necessarily every week but like the point the point is if you are training for fun or you're like a so i see a lot of powerlifters for example in my newsfeed getting really upset about it and like well and i don't mean to discredit their what they're doing because I, I get it's important to them but if they're building to like a local meet and that's all that's the result of this like get a bit of perspective for a second and remember that it's not that bad and then see it as well actually i'm going to use this to like work on my cardiovascular output i'm going to use this to work on my mobility and flexibility i'm going to work on like getting as many handstand push-ups as i can and working on my overhead like there are so many things as a like an athlete or like as someone interested in fitness that you could do mm-hmm. just isn't necessarily what you have been doing over the last years. That's, of the that's absolutely huge. And it's, yeah, when you reframe it like that and put it as an opportunity, like I've been training in the gym for the last few years. And despite the fact that I do have kind of these niggling handstand goals and body calisthenics goals and being able to hold a planche and do flares and um, improve my handstand ability. But I've always been like, oh, but it's hard and it's boring. So I'm, gonna, I'm putting it off. 
So I've been procrastinating on a training goal by doing a different form of training. Now it's enforced, like the gyms are shut. So fantastic. This is the opportunity to be like, right, well, if all that came out of these next few months was getting really good at that stuff, you've then ticked off a nice big feather off your belt or whatever mm-hmm. the analogy is. And if, if, the, if your main concern as well during a global pandemic is the fact that you can't place fifth in a local powerlifting meet. <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? But just write that on a post-it note and put it on your wall. <laughs> Just to remind yourself. This yeah. pandemic stopped me from placing fifth. Yeah. Well, so, so I suppose two things of comfort. One, go watch Yusuf's video on what happened when I stopped training for six months. Because he just, like, not basically, the shortcut is nothing. Right? And, like, my deadlift. So I did CrossFit for seven months where I barely did any basic strength training, like any sort of barbell-based progressive, like five-by-five, five, all that sort of stuff. Um my deadlift went from like 312 to about 300 in six, six to seven months of cardio-based, circuit-based training that is supposedly like really bad for a st- overall strength goal. So like probably, and obviously it's different individually, but probably you aren't going to lose much. Like even if you spent six months doing like yoga, flexibility, cardio, like built up your chin up and your press up. Like your deadlift might get down for you. It probably will be. Because then you you know you've improved your flexibility. You've taken a bit of time off those niggling injuries that are always getting the scab poked. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. improved your work capacity. You then come back. You've got a bit more training flexibility, and you can then come back to to hit training whenever it happens. There's also a, an article on propane fitness called I think off season for a powerlifter. Yeah, I, I mean this is very, very good post, but it applies to like anyone who's been going to the gym regularly for a sustained period of time. When was the last time? that you took a total, total break from resistance-based training where you aren't like constantly trying to add weight to the bar or add weight to the machine or whatever you're doing. Most people don't do that. If you look at a pro athlete, like look at like an NFL player or a rugby player, they have structured breaks in their trainings mm-hmm. so that are just constantly stressing the tendons and ligaments. And it can be quite long, these breaks. Yeah. Well, I mean, now's a perfect time to do some rehab movements like uh, at Spinelli. Uh, on Instagram used to be the strength therapist, but changed his handle. <laughs> um, and um, he has, he's, that's, yeah, he changed it. It's more For like reasons how I don't realize. Yeah. <laughs> so write it just, down, look at it. Well, you know, he's on the podcast. I podcasted with him a couple of weeks ago and that'll be coming out very soon. Um, right. Anyway, he, he's putting out some free rehab movements. Um, do some rehab, get, spend time doing the things that you said that you couldn't do previously. Uh, you know, I have a bunch that I dropped with the, on the podcast with Morgan Housel of other things, other ways to be anti-fragile during lockdown. And why don't we just keep on doing a round table of that now for a little bit and then we can jump back in. So decorate a room in your house. Okay. I think that's, you know, I don't yeah, have yeah. time for that. I, I haven't buy some paint, decorate room in your house. Yep. Johnny? I've not got anything to contribute because I, I have less time, if anything. Like, I, I think so, 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 something, I should, something I should clarify, and I think this is the elephant in the room that maybe not for anyone that doesn't, doesn't know us. I am working on acute medical admissions <laughs> in the hospital currently. So um, I'm not self-isolating. I'm just running Quite the opposite. Yeah, I mean, you are, you are jumping headfirst into the Rona. So all of my self-isolation tips are very much 
theoretically. Like, I'd, lo- I'd love to self-isolate right now. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be so, so keen for it um, because it would you know, minimize the risk. And, and we've, we've built the structures in our day to be able to, to handle that pretty well. And it can definitely be done. But, um, but yeah, so I, I, haven't got the, I haven't got the time to be decorating a new mm. room in my house. What or would learning. you do? What would you do? What would I do? I, I mean, thing is, like, my my other job, propane, is just self isolation based as well. So I just do more <laughs> of that. Um, but the other, other full time job that he does around his full time <laughs> as a doctor dealing with a pandemic, that one. But yeah. <laughs> um, but but actually, the the main the main thing that's on the top of my mind right now, and should be on everyone's, is to look after my parents. So to look after my mum, make sure that um, that she's getting groceries and that and obviously like i'm probably carrying quite a lot of potential viral load all the time so um so i i need to if i'm going to do that you know dropping stuff off outside the house i dropped off some flowers outside the house yesterday for mother's day like these these kind of things like that we we need to remember that even though we've got our own struggles at, at home and you know the internal struggles and the schedule and stuff we're all doing this because people over 60 are at seriously high risk of dying and hospital capacities are going to become very thin on the ground. So making sure that we can do what we can to look after those people. I'm so glad that like Tesco and Sainsbury's have introduced an elderly hour or like a vulnerable people's Mm -hmm. hour Mm -hmm. because it's, it is, it's disgusting. Like how um, individualist and self-serving we've, we, we are as a society when like people are just clearing out all the, the shelves compared to like world war two when people still just got their, their own share and had much more of the, the community in mind with this. So haven't they done a NHS staff hour as well? Yeah. They had like 7am on a Sunday morning or something, which I, I was still working at 7am on, <laughs> on a Sunday morning, finishing a night shift. So, uh, but, but yeah, like it's a good initiative. Like we also get 20% off pizza express now that it's closed. I bet you're buzzing about that. Oh yeah, you love, you love chain restaurants, don't you? You're always eating chain restaurants. Five percent off Subway as well. Pizza Express and Subway. No worries, guys. Just uh, just going head first into um, into the hospital, helping you guys out. But that's fine. Just buy up all the toilet roll. Give us five percent off Subway. We'll be we'll be happy. We'll be fucking sweet. I'll have, I'll have a before marinara, and that will make it all better. I um I saw today something that was kind of nice. Uh, one of my friends, Ollie Marchon, going to his parents for Mother's Day, and his parents were in the conservatory with all of the windows closed, and they had like a little do, um, either side of the conservatory, oh. as he was outside and they were inside, and I was like, at you least open the windows. Well, I mean, uh, the the, the fucking viral lows. Not gonna go. Never know, you fucking never know, man. Um, but I, anyway. I, I agree, though. I, I think like the, um, yeah, I because you I, you see loads of people. Like the thing I cannot get my head around, right? And maybe this is I'm just missing the point. But when when I look out the window and there's loads of people driving around, like what the fuck are you doing, man? Well, where are you going? Where are you going? What what are you doing? <laughs> like I just like the the government has said we recommend that you don't leave the house. And everyone's no, like, but that doesn't apply to me because I've got to go to the pub. And, yeah, oh. and, then, and then those same people complain that we're self-isolating. But like, if you don't self-isolate when you could, all you're doing is postponing what we're going to have to do. Like, <sighs> Yeah, 
flatten the curve, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of flatten the curve. Well, the, again, the the problem is the the key thing that we keep coming back to. Everybody's experiencing the same situation, and as in a general election, unfortunately, the vote of a stupid person is worth the same as the vote of someone who's well informed. And yeah. whereas now the good actions of a person that decides to be virtuous and responsible are no way, in no way can mitigate the actions of a complete idiot that decides COVID-iot that is what yeah. the, uh, the new hashtag is. It's what? covid Covidiot. Nice. I like but that. Don't be a covid Stay in the house. I like it. Okay. So, um, what else, what else do we think? We've spoken about physical fitness. We've spoken about routines, a little bit of stuff for work. How can people make themselves feel less lonely and, and isolated? I actually don't quite like the, the term social isolation. Social distancing would be a better term because social isolation does imply that you're actually going to be isolated socially, which is not a very nice thing for people to deal with. Um, but yeah, how can we avoid the, the loneliness? Get, get Zoom. Like seriously. <laughs> So I, I, I saw a post the other day of a guy who went for beers with his mates over a Zoom meeting. My, my mate stuff. last night, my mate last night had a virtual stag do. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh. That is brilliant. He's supposed I, like, to be in Istanbul and David Coverdale, writes for The Sun, uh, had a virtual stag do. 20 people. What, what software did he use? Zoom. Yeah, well. So download Zoom. Why, why download <laughs> Zoom? Why Zoom better than FaceTime? It's, I mean, where do we, where we'll be here for the rest of this episode, just talking about that. So because it, that was what the intro to the episode before we started recording was about, wasn't it? <laughs> it is better as long as you, uh, if you're going to use it for serious things, get the so it's, Zoom's just like Skype, right? Yeah. So it allows you to have virtual meetings. A lot of like, um, pretty big businesses use Zoom for virtual meetings and it allows you to basically see all your friends. I think, I think, I don't, I'm not sure there's a limit. There must be a limit, but you could have most, unless you have lots and lots of friends, you could have meetings and people have been, I've seen people having dinner parties, uh, like drinks, all sorts of things through like, cause there's no reason why, yes, you use like, you lose the in-person aspect, but you're still being social, technically still speaking to people. So are you um, saying that try, trying to have video call uh, or phone call yeah. as much as possible with friends to reduce that feeling Arrange of isolation. It. Get it, get it in the calendar. Get regular stuff in the calendar. All comes back to so having. Some, someone I know who's pregnant just got a present from a sister, which was a Facebook portal. Now, wow. despite despite the fact that I like, I wouldn't, I would never want one in my home. Like to have just to have a little Mark Zuckerberg just watching and listening mm. all the time. And well, you do room. have a web a webcam and a Yeti microphone that's attached to your computer, mate. That's true, but I turn it on when I when I want people to. You it's not. Think it's not you just turn like, it on when you oh. want. <laughs> it's also not like a a Facebook branded device that you stick in your living room designed yeah. to. Yeah. But but yeah, but either way, like it's it's a sweet gift, <laughs> despite the uh, the surveillance. And what does it What does it do? It's just like a video chat box that you put on top of your TV. And it's got a widescreen lens and it's just quite smooth video chatting. Got you. So, um, you know, it's just, it's probably something that the sales of which are going to go up at the moment because yeah. just to offset some of these uh, social distancing. What's the, what's the brand of, um, I think you've got one, Chris. The VR Oculus. Oh, Oculus. Oculus. Yeah. Oculus as well. Yeah, they're and I know everything. On, like virtual meetings. It's like you turn to your right and there's like mm-hmm. an emoji <laughs> and an emoji Chris. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm fully up for that. definitely <laughs> one of the most anti-fragile things to COVID-19 so far has been group chats. Everyone that is listening will know just how upregulated group chat activity has been. Yeah. And I have to say as well, the quality hasn't gone down. If anything, the quality has gone up. Like the quality yeah. of some of the banter that's gone on in group chats has been great. So whilst we're saying you do need to distance yourself from social media, I think that you need to account for the fact that you're lack of social connection is going to lead to you feeling lonely and isolated. But a group so, chat is not, I, I wouldn't class that as social media. I think that, that's direct messaging as long as it's not like a hundred people and people mm-hmm. that you don't know, but mm-hmm. the negative effects of social media are looking at people who you don't really know on the newsfeed. And it's by definition, because you don't know them, you assign this like idyllic life that they're living. And you, whereas actually like, all the kind of influencers on Instagram, like they will have carefully crafted that shot and they would have been really writhing in a sense of like agonizing, wanting approval and trying to promote products. And, and actually when you're interested in the group chat with your mates, like, yeah, that's, it's the closest proxy we have to having a stag do or having a barbecue. Yeah. So I did a, a podcast with Lydia Demwith, who's written a book called friendship. And in that she talks about just how um, central it is to people's sense of well being. But she also said that the fact that you can speak to people online, it is not as good. It's not the same as having in-person connection, but it's a hell of a lot better than having nothing at all. So I love the idea of scheduling in like video calls or, or dinner parties and stuff. That virtual stag do, I think is like phenomenal. A virtual night out would be, you know, like just a, a remote night out. Imagine what we would do. What would we do? Just probably this. just this. Yeah, <laughs> it would just be this, wouldn't it? You would get a broomstick out and you'd start doing handstands, scone. Johnny, you'd complain about the fact that your hips are tight. I'll just drink loads of fizzy water. And drink loads of fizzy water, yeah. <laughs> so Johnny, can you tell us about this before we before we go on? About what, my tight the, hips? Oh, in fact, I think you mentioned it on the last on life the last hacks. life hacks. The fizzy water. Y- Yusuf, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't worry, it's already been it's already been dropped and I scorned it and now some people have gone out and bought a soda stream. I get tagged in stories, man. You need to be you need to be careful about what you say in these life hacks because, unfortunately, some people listen to what you say. Like, go out and start carbonating your own water, like a psychopath. So that's the thing, Chris. You don't have to go out anywhere. Normally, Chris, you get the last laugh with all of this because it's on your Amazon affiliate link. So if people buy your your SodaStream, even against your even against your advice, at least. Someone did tell, tell me they bought a dog because I suggested getting a dog. There's no affiliate link for that, though. There's not. Imagine if there was. Referral a dog. Um, okay, <laughs> so <clears throat> I reckon we've got, because we're using a brand new piece of recording software that John Yunusif forced me to use, I have no idea how long we've got left. So let's do another 15 minutes or so, if we can. Um, we've talked about the fact that you need to plan your day. How do I, just to loop back to that, Johnny, circle back. Um, how do I plan my day? Do I, do I need a piece of paper? Do I need a spreadsheet? What do I do? So I just use iCal. Um, and then what I would suggest is the night before, pick one to three, or pick one main thing, and then three slightly less important things. Write them down on a bit of paper or schedule them in. Um, and then get try the free version of Brain FM which is brilliant. Something I've been doing recently. So that's a, that's a pre life hack, life hack that'll be appearing in a life hack. Ooh, soon. I love uh, this. But it's, uh, 
it basically plays you like um, binaural beats, that sort of thing. But you can set a, you can set a period of time. So don't worry about like setting a time or anything like that. Or you don't have to go into Pomodoro's if that's not convenient for your workflow. Um, you can do like sixty minutes, thirty minutes, or ninety minutes of deep work or creative work. It plays nice stuff. Work for that long, and then get up, move around, do something else, and try and just do a few blocks of those in your day. So rather than like scheduling things down to the minute, think right. I'm going to wake up, and at nine o'clock, I'm going to do my first ninety minute block, and I'm going to have a, a break and do something else. Mm-hmm. I personally, that's how I always <coughs> I find trying to work for if it's Pomodoro's or an intense period of work, then change your change the room you're in or like go lean out the window or something like that. And yeah. then, uh, I think, I think that having, inside. having a yeah, remain inside, do not go and see <laughs> your mother. Um, I think that um, trying to have a lunch break, trying to have an end of work deadline as well is important. Like remember the things that we said, remember, keep that semblance of normalcy. Have, if you usually work until 11, then have a little 15 minute break and have a coffee, then work till half one and go down to the canteen. You okay. can do the same thing except from going to the canteen and it's going to make you feel like life is a lot less different and alien and away from what you usually do. I think the average knowledge worker, so like someone who's like working in a standard sort of office-based job with a laptop will probably be amazed at how much you can do when people aren't interrupting you and that sort of thing. So that's why I'm saying like, right, it is immensely difficult, like elite level difficult to just do one thing for a period of time. Like if that is just productivity, that's it. It's just complete one thing at a time, uninterrupted, undistracted until it's complete. So like write four things down on a bit of paper. And if by the end of the day you've done them, you are like you are being extremely productive, especially if they're important things. Mm-hmm. So just try that and just see how much you can get done. Make it into a bit of a game, especially if this is new for you. You'll probably see a bit of a hike in your productivity. I like it. Um, Seth, anything that you think that we haven't touched on so far? What's you just waving? Hey, should this. we get... For the, <laughs> oh, people yes. that are, for the people that are listening, we are all holding up the exact same brass and glass hourglass timer. Oh, bit of brass. Delightful. Bit of brass, bit of glass. <laughs> Porn so this, stars shitting on a table. This is a physical manifestation of doing one thing until it's done. And the fact that it's analog means that you, you can't lose it on a screen on a different tab. Physical it's and just... digital. <laughs> <laughs> it's always there. Um, um, yeah, what else so, have we missed off? So I, the, the other thing we've missed off is that despite, the, yes, this is, as you said, this is social distancing, but that's not equivalent to stay in the house at all times. Like the outdoors is fair game and National Trust have waived their fees for all of their places. You know, being outside is so helpful, not just for our mental health, but also obviously like clearing out the house a bit, just getting outdoors. There's so much exercise you can do outdoors as well. Really, the only tangible difference to people's lives at this point is going to be interaction with people face-to-face and being in the standard place of work, except for me, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> So... In the trenches. In, yeah, and it's, it, it's nice to see more people out jogging more people doing like pull-ups in the park like that kind of thing and i think just taking advantage of the fact that we actually have quite nice weather right now Mm. and being outside on your own is no longer weird (laughs) (laughs) 
can't shut nature, can they? They can try, <laughs> but they won't, they won't manage. Yeah. They will not manage. Did can't you put s- police in all of nature. Did you see um, there was all of those rumours floating around about how the army were going to come and, and sort of stand outside of Tesco and make sure that you weren't leaving your house and Taking doing all this sort of stuff? I saw an unbelievable post from someone who presumably must be in the armed forces that said, isn't it weird how... Uh, me and my battalion have heard nothing about this mobilising of armed forces to keep people in their houses, but Becky, 17 from Wigan, is absolutely certain that it's happening. <laughs> yeah. That's... I saw something the other day about, like, um, I'm not going to be able to find it. it. So it, was it the thing on Facebook of, like, Laura, Lauren on Facebook said, it, Lauren on Twitter, like, posted, I think, like, to the president or something, saying we Americans need to know a date for when this coronavirus is going to end. Um, this is not fair or, not, or something. And someone replied being like, oh, so Lauren, what you're saying is you want to speak to the manager of coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> she had the, I want to speak to the manager haircut as well. Yeah, she did. I remember, I remember seeing that. Um, okay, so go outside, get some nature, keep a semblance of normality in your day, create a space to work, create a morning routine, the opportunity to build habits, get dressed for the gym, sleep with your phone outside of your room, uh, propanefitness.com slash something for your workout plan. It'll be in the link in the show notes below. Uh, there is one more thing. Oh, I like it. Thing. The biggest one. So it's the biggest thing, yeah. The big special so, surprise. So a lot of personal trainers and coaches and class instructors and everyone, like their businesses is just being absolutely goosed. Like, especially when the, when the gyms are closing as well. So mm. there's kind of a, a mad panic now of people trying to set up online programs and without the infrastructure to do that, it's going to be a fail. So that's something that um, Johnny has been working on this week to, to help, help those people in that position to yeah. not starve. It's, it's so, it's really interesting. Cause like, um, it's every, again, it's one of those things where an entire industry is put in the same position. And so loads of people are just thinking, all right, I'm going to do this online coaching thing now. So everyone's posting on their Instagram, like online coaching now available as though all everybody's been bursting for is for that person to release <laughs> online coaching because no one, like no one's thought of it before. Like it is a perfect opportunity, but if you get it wrong, you just, you just look stupid, frankly. So like, use it as an opportunity to, I think everyone's worrying like, Oh my God, I need to get PDFs and home workouts for people, but see it as a warning sign. Like something has happened that impacted my business that I absolutely wasn't ready for. And potentially my revenues fall into zero. Mm. That is the market telling you that there is a problem. So use it as an opportunity to it, 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 this time next year, or if anything were like this would ever happen again, like the gym you work out would have shut, whatever, have an online income stream. Cause the people who are not worrying this morning or today in general, uh, people doing their conkers this morning are those who um, have like 50% of their income from online because for them moving their offline clients to online is easy because they already have the systems and infrastructure in place. Mm-hmm. So all you need to do is go to propinfitness.com forward slash modern wisdom. I love it. All the answers are there. I love the custom URL as well. Um, Propinfitness.com slash modern wisdom is for online coaches, not for the home workouts. Um, Correct. And also just, I think, sorry, just one more thing. I think like it doesn't have to be if you're a personal trainer, like if you, unless you're someone who is salaried and working, um, working for a specific employer, I think having some kind of 
self-offering like online. I think more and more people are doing it now. Um, Everyone is an expert in something. Yeah. Well, like that you've done exactly that, right? Like six months sober is, is that is, is the same thing. It's you having an online presence and online offering to help people with your expertise and your experience. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why other people can't do that. So it's, it's a great time to explore that as an option. I get it. Um, other people, so one of the main problems people are going to have bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, money, money at the moment, what can people do or where would you send people other than potentially starting an online business? Um, one thing that I can think of is supermarkets are desperate for staff at the moment. So if you are in the throes of needing money, supermarkets, a great place to apply. Uh, any other ideas about either saving money or Deliveroo. Deliveroo. Like that, that there is going to be so much more Deliveroo, but it's already on the uptick, isn't it? Uber as well is, is a bit like it's, that, that's, that's maybe for the, where, where are people the, traveling? The real ballsy ones. Well, so the, the, this was mentioned on your last podcast with um, the COVID guy who was saying that people getting the train or the subway, that's, that's obviously an inferior option to getting a taxi. Taxi is still not ideal, but Uber is going to be better to be exposed to one person rather than mm. a random bunch of them. Unless the taxi driver definitely has it. Definitely, yeah. In which case, super spreader. That's a real problem. Super spreader. Um, okay, so Uber, Deliveroo, supermarkets. Also, the, takeaways doing, are still open, yeah. right? Takeaways, yeah, but not like just the. I don't like go for Domino's. I bet they're fucking cleaning up Domino's. Domino's are <laughs> wiping the floor with it at the moment. Um, literally. What about ways to save money at a time like this? Most people are going to be spending far less sat in the house, unless they're just pounding the Amazon. Maybe stay away from Amazon. Yeah, you tumble down that rabbit hole when you've got no income coming in is dangerous, isn't it? Like, cover the food first. Don't go on the website, Amazon. Don't don't go on Amazon.com. Don't don't go on something that has a one-click purchase enabled. (laughs) 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 The only website in the world where you can accidentally buy something and have it delivered the next day. What about for the next and for the next year, every month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscribe and save. Imagine if someone subscription. Someone's done that with sex toys, and they're just receiving a dildo (laughs) a month for the next (laughs) next year. Why do you want a dildo a month? I don't know. You get bored of the last one. (laughs) I don't really know how they work. Um, Okay, so we've talked. We've got about that. What else can people do? I mean, certainly prepping your food at home. It doesn't matter how many takeaways are still open. They're not as cheap as making the food yourself. So bulk cooking on a morning is definitely going to be a great way to do things. If, if this is not in line with the money thing, but if, if money's all right, um, macro meals are like, they, they just sorted me out. They just sent me a box that's just sorted me out. Big box. Talk, talk us through it. <laughs> so macro meals is just meal prep, but they do, as far as I understand, nationwide delivery. Um, you pretty much design the recipes. They're like 500 calories a box. They're not, they're not the cheapest thing, but they are delicious. Um, and I got like a, I was doing it weekly, but I, I've switched, I switched to monthly, like coincidentally a while ago. So I just, I mean, there was a drawer. Well, and they come they, monthly or they, they, they deliver the boxes to me now monthly. Yeah. You need so a big freezer for that. Put everything, yeah. So they're all just in the freezer. Yeah. But they last for like I, eight, eight weeks in the freezer. I'm a big fan of meal prep companies. I use the fitness kitchens, but it sounds very similar. Mm-hmm. And yeah, right. just are they nationwide? As well? Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant that those sorts of things exist. Cause it, I think initially when they were launched, all of it was like the, the local 
restaurants or, or like options and it was always delivered by someone by hand. Whereas this is like, it's DPD, it gets left on the doorstep. I get a text when like Phil's going to drop it off. Like it's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. So Thanks, Phil. Like Nice. Thanks. Shout, shout out to Phil. Um, so sure. f- final thing, final thing I want to finish on for you, Seth, what can people do to ensure that their immune system? And- did you say, did you say you, Seth, like, or you, Seth? You, for you Seth. Seth. Um, um, a guy has just cycled past wearing like a, a retro cap mustache, holding a coffee in one hand and checking his phone with the other hand and just Mario cycling Cal. along. Very hipster. Sounds like Luigi out of Mario Kart. Yeah. It looked exactly like Luigi. Maybe it was. It's the coronavirus. <laughs> if ever there was a time for Luigi from Mario Kart to appear. It was, uh, it's like a hipster Luigi. Yeah. Amazing. Um, um, so yeah. How can people, how can people ensure that their um, immune systems are functioning well? And have you got, as someone who is literally on the front line in the trenches, have you got any sort of messages for people with regards to health? Good question. So the, what we shouldn't be doing is looking at, unfortunately, because of the fear-based information online now, there is so much, so much of people exploiting, like trying to give out biohacks and that, that, that hoax uh, red pepper soup. And it said, coronavirus is also known as red pepper deficiency syndrome. And the next day people cleared out the red peppers from the supermarkets to make this soup. It's just like people are so ready to believe like the one hack that's going to improve their immune system or whatever it is that unfortunately there is no prophylactic or kind of licensed treatment yet for what's coronavirus. Prophylactic? Is that not condoms? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. So it's a preventative. So I can't um, wear a condom. You can wear a condom if you want, just around the but house. You, but you, you can still get coronavirus while wearing a condom. You, yeah, so that, that's very important. Not if I put it, not still... if I put it over my head entirely. That's I get true. into other other problems pretty quickly, Chris. <laughs> Airway. <laughs> like it's not the condom that'll kill you; it's more the lack of breathing. Like a that sausage. is true. Okay, but um, like yeah. So the the main thing is is simply minimizing your exposure to it. And that's just following the government guidelines and, and also minimizing your transmission or transmissibility of it to vulnerable people. Personally, I, I can't do that part. Like I'm being exposed to the maximum potential of it. <laughs> and unfortunately, the combination of sleep deprivation, long shifts, working, working beyond my capacity and being exposed to a lot of it does mean that I'm kind of at more risk personally. But luckily, not everyone has to has to have that level of exposure. I'm still maintaining as much sleep as I can, training normally, taking vitamin D, taking zinc. But those things are things that I would do anyway. They're not um, additional measures. And I think ultimately, like if someone is already if someone's drinking or if someone's smoking, like the, like obviously there's such low hanging fruit, obvious things to stop. But I'm seeing people walk past holding like boxes and boxes of beers like stocking up and it's like what so you're going to be in the house alone and the thing that you've chosen to stock up on is is beers like something that's that's really not going to help with um mm. get red with, peppers man red peppers get, get the red better. peppers in case of red Don't, peppers as well <laughs> the so something i was asked recently was should i stop exercise like is exercise a, a is it is that reducing my immune function is so like if i'm going to pick a time to do seven minutes of burpees is now the is now a bad time? Does exercise make us weaker, Scope? 
It's <laughs> a great answer. <laughs> does exercise... Does, exercise, does, does that, doing lots of exercise reduce immune function or does it, does it boost it? it? So are we like you, adding you, something else in the, in the mix to recover from? I see. Well, obviously, if you're overtrained, then, yeah, you're going to be okay. run down. But that's, that's the secondary effect, isn't it? That's being run down from the exercise. But with a whoop band, yeah, as Johnny is demonstrating now, you'll know whether you're overtrained. No, I think that the, the answer to that is just don't be an idiot. Don't take the piss. Got you. Um, micros, micronutrients, probably a pretty good idea to try and ensure that you've got as much of a balanced diet in there as possible to continue immune functioning properly. Like if you are at home, you usually eat in a canteen perhaps, or you're used to eating a lot of food out and you start only eating foods that have one color in them. Hmm. If you look at your plate and the food's the same color as the plate and there's only one color on the plate, probably a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, if you're defi- if you're making yourself deficient in, in things at this point, it's, it's probably not the best idea. Um, but the, the, the main message has to just be minimizing exposure because it's much better to not get it and therefore not have to worry about it than to try and strengthen your immune system, but still be going out and still be exposing yourself to it. Prevention is better than cure. Yeah. Do you think um, that I'm not going to take your answer as gospel, but do you think oh, at this God. stage it's possible to not get it? Do you think there'll, there'll, there'll be people who don't catch it? it? As in like, if, if people remain isolated, will there be people who just won't get well, it? Over, over a long enough timeline. So like, obviously at some point we'll have to stop isolating. So is there a chance that you'll just stop isolating? And then oh, oh, I see. what was the point of that. So, so this is just my personal prediction. I think there will be areas of the world that will just be untouched by it, like little tribal populations and islands and stuff where they're just absolutely sweet. Um, there will be other places where there'll be a, an initial wave and then silence and then the occasional mini breakout. And then it really, it's how we deal with that mini breakout that depends whether we're all going to have to go back into self-isolation or not again. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, like based on the current predictions, they were saying with the correct measures, 60% of people are going to get it. I don't know if those numbers have changed now. And I think these 60% numbers are so speculative. Okay. And they're so speculative the way that things change that it may well differ in, um, soon, but that's what I'm, oh God, that's bright, isn't it? <laughs> that's better. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love that you decided to do that mid-sentence to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> once you've once you finished having this uh, argument with yourself, Yusuf, let us know uh, how you get on and then we'll... Okay. <laughs> uh, I could just see my face like that. Yeah, half and half. Uh, okay, I think we've got some good stuff to go out of there. Like, obviously, it is a very different and challenging time for people. Um, the change in so much of our lives, not just work socially family the way that we can connect to other people concerns about the economy concerns about our jobs concerns about where we live you know there's a lot of reasons for people on the surface to be anxious but the main message i think that's come from this today which is what you keep 
going back to you, Johnny, is that there are certain things which you can control and there are certain things which you can't control. And by focusing on what you can do, which is wash your hands, stay in the house, develop a good routine, get enough sleep, eat a balanced diet, try and train every day, get some sunlight, go outside. Like it is the basics. It's the absolute basics that we're trying to preach. And we've been talking about this for two years. We were cool about coronavirus before coronavirus even existed. So, you know, stick to the stuff that you know is going to move the needle as far as this is concerned. And yeah, I think um, any hacks that people have got, any of the things that people have found are working really well for them, um, send them in. I'd love to share them. We probably are going to be doing, I mean, Life Hacks 112, which is what's up next. I I don't want to have to record it like this. So if we have to do another isolation hacks, then so be it. And we can get some crowdsourced, crowd-submitted suggestions for how people are spending their time but the the main message from a kind of personal sovereignty and opportunity standpoint is you have two choices you can either exist through this or you can use it as an opportunity to flourish and if you flourish during this period of lockdown you're going to have a head start on not only the rest of the competition but on you had you have not been in lockdown so that is you know the opportunity to transcend the suffering of any situation which has been given to you, you're like, oh shit, this is so bad. It's this, that, and the other. And then to turn it around, stick your middle finger up at it and use that to become better. You can help some other people and you can bring them up. I mean, for God's sake, stop posting information that hasn't come from a reputable source. Stay off social media, sleep with your phone outside of your room, go sober, train in the house, use the propane fitness training, uh, home workout protocol. And that's it. I mean, what else do you need? It's like a, it's like a pit stop, isn't it? When everyone's got to go into the pits and it's like, some people are going to put mint tires on and like make their engine better. And other people are just going to have a coffee. Or about a hundred beers. <laughs> have a coffee and a Kit Kat while you're making your engine better. And a red pepper. And a- <laughs> coffee, Kit Kat, red pepper. That's a super stack, isn't it? Yeah. That's and it. That's it. And <laughs> some condensed blueberries. Right. The real heroes are the ones doing that. Look, Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me today. Bit of a weird one for us not to be sat in the room. First ever one that we've done over Skype. Uh, actually, over Zoom, sorry. Um, but, yeah. Uh, thank you as well to everyone who's tuning in. I know that it's a challenging time at the moment. I am going to try my best to not just keep putting out coronavirus-related content. I appreciate that part of my role is to remind you that there's a real world out there. So it's not just going to be us talking about this virus for the rest of time. But as soon as I can get a hold of the boys, I'll get them back on and we'll do this again. So, gentlemen, thank you very much. Links to everything we've spoken about will be in the show notes below, propanefitness.com slash modernwisdom if you are interested in starting up an online business or the online workout will be linked there as well. But for now, thank you, boys. Wonderful. Speak to you soon. See ya. Get away, get away.